Welcome to Breakfast with Tiffany Show. My name is Tiffany Rosdell and I am a Tokyo-based transformational lifestyle coach. In each episode of this podcast, I want to explore the positive transitions other people have made to, how they freed themselves from their struggles, what pushed them to overcome their difficulties, and how and why they felt like they could overcome. Breakfast with Tiffany Show is really all about the transitions everyone who wants to succeed makes and what they did to get there. As such, while the focus is on LGBTQ plus journeys, I want to share the stories of all people who have found their way to success. My hope is to have this platform for all of us to be together while listening to successful stories, amazing life experiences, inspirational journeys, as well as having good laughs and lots of smiles. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to something quite extraordinary. It's the Breakfast with Tiffany Show podcast. And now, it is with great pleasure that I introduce you to your host, Tiffany Rossdale. Welcome to all you, my lovely and beautiful listeners to Breakfast with Tiffany Show. This is your host, Tiffany, and I'm grateful to have you listen to this episode. I hope you all are doing amazingly well, and it's a lovely Tuesday morning here in Tokyo. I rarely say this in the beginning of the podcast, as you mostly hear it by the end of the show. I just want to gently remind you that your support means the world to us here at Breakfast with Tiffany Show. If you find that our weekly episodes has been benefiting you, we would love to ask you for your support by first subscribing to the podcast. You can subscribe to any platform that you are currently listening to the podcast right now. You can also share our meaningful conversations to whoever you think might need to hear or will benefit by listening to our show. We also have our social medias, our Facebook page, um, my social media that you can follow where we update you with our podcast. And also we have our support page on PayPal. If you are generous enough to contribute to help us in having the podcast. So thank you so much for your support as always. And um, the episode today that we are going to have is a very unique episode because I think I had a few episodes before that I talk about my career as a life coach. As most of you probably know here listening, I am a certified life coach. I've been doing this for several years now. I've been loving my career and to get to know more about what is really a life coach is. And probably some of you still wonder what is a life coach and what a life coach can do to your lives. So um, in order for me to have this episode more meaningful, I invited one of my amazing client and also a friend, Kaori-san. She's a Japanese and she will introduce herself. Um, Kaori-san, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tiffany. I'm a Japanese person, 56 years old. 
living with my husband and I have two sons. I'm living in Oita. Oita is in Kyushu Island. And my career is focusing on exporting Japanese traditional drinks like sake and Japanese tea. And every day I discover a lot of things from those amazing, authentic Japanese drinks. I love my job. Also, you know, those magical drinks give me a lifetime gift. And one of those is the opportunity to come to know Tiffany. Two years ago, I met Tiffany in Kyushu. She was doing tea farming in a Yame area. I've been learning Japanese tea for many years and also was in a business field in Japanese tea. But I was so astonished with her attitude toward Japanese tea. She did all her effort to be as close as possible to Japanese authentic cultural drink and then stay in Yame tea farmers for many days. And then she was really into the Japanese tea. Then we instantly get connected because both of us love Japanese tea and we are so fascinated with authenticity of Japanese tea. Then our friendly sleep and relationship has started at that time. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Thank you so much for introducing yourself, Kaori-san. Also for reminding me how we met. So yeah, like I think I did an episode on a podcast in 2021 about my tea farming in Kyushu, which is、um, mm-hmm. a very small town called Yame, where I stayed in for、um, almost a month. And while I was also being a part of the FEW for Empowering Women community as part of the board,、um, we started doing remote area, like in the rural area of Japan, meetups for members. At that organization, we have so many women from all around Japan. Since I'm in Kyushu, why not like, you know, join and be a part of the small gathering that we're going to do? And that's how I met Kaori-san. Kaori-san attended that event. And then I also attended that、mm-hmm. event. I was there. We connected. I remember Kaori-san that you were just so nice to me because from Kyushu, I think it was in Fukuoka, right? The, the event to go to Yame, I have to take trains. To go back to where I'm staying for the tea farming. And then you offered so nicely to me that I, you can send me to Yame on the way to go back to your、uh, hometown, which is Oita. Yeah, you're going to pass by、yeah. to go to Oita anyway. So you, you can drop me off in Yame and then you can go. I think it was about an hour, right? We were together inside the car. Yes. It was about one hour driving. And I really enjoyed it because. When we started talking about、mm-hmm. the tea, because I told you that I'm staying in Yame because I, I want to learn about the tea culture, you also love the, cult- the Japanese culture and you want to really do something for the culture in Japan. And you were doing it for sake industry and also with the tea. And that's how we really clicked together and we talked, we chatted. 
I remember it didn't seem like that one hour was one hour. It was so quick that we arrived at Yame and I thought like, oh, that was like so quick. And I wanted to connect with you again. And that's how when we connected, and of course, during that time, I was sharing you while we're driving that part of my career doing coaching and you were kind of like interested to do it. And then like we got connected again, we talked. And then that's how we started doing the coaching together. And I've been helping you for um, years uh, doing coaching. And I am just grateful for that. I, I think it was destiny for us to meet, you know, like during that time. I wanted to go back to your career as you are an entrepreneur, you're an amazing, successful woman doing your own business for sake industry. I want to ask, what is it that you're passionate about sake for the listeners to know? Um, about the sake culture as well. In the beginning, I didn't have any idea about what is all about sake. Even though I'm Japanese, day by day, I getting close to sake. And then sake is so amazing. Like elixir being polished taking 1,300 years. It's really a cultural thing and then very spiritual and sacred because sake is supposed to the dedication to the what is called our Shinto God. Japanese people had been doing almost everything to convert the Rice to be the most significant format of making sake. To make rice to the sake is uh, so many, you know, steps, so many endurance is required. I've been just amazed with the process and the passion of those people surrounding the sake industry. Thank you. Thank you for sharing, uh, Kaori-san. I really think that's also one thing that connected me to you. I personally don't drink alcohol anymore, but when I used to drink alcohol, my favorite um, alcohol was sake because I always believe that sake, you can drink it in any kinds of dishes. You can pair it with different kinds of dishes. And I always appreciated the taste and the flavor of the sake that is probably what I'm missing because I don't drink anymore. But even though I don't drink anymore, I still appreciate uh, the culture of sake. And also I still drink, like, for example, amasake. Amasake is not alcohol. And also I use the sake kazu, like uh, for cooking and all that. So I think this culture of sake is very important. I think that's really one thing that I also wanted to connect with you. And I am always just amazed by how your knowledge of sake you had. and I wanted to really help you to make your business more continually grow. So that's where I implemented the coaching. But I want to ask you, Kaori-san, the very first time we started about coaching, I know that you didn't probably have a background of knowing about what coaching is about. What made you decide to really um, do the coaching with me? Well, this is a kind of intuition I had. So before meeting you, I had a feeling there is a, some, you know, important, you know, opportunity to meet somebody very important in my life. Then it would turn into the truth. 
the beginning of the, my motivation, um, having coaching from you, just because you are, you are very good in the shape. <laughs> Thank you. And then, Fitness, I'm fit, yeah. Yeah, fit. Mm-hmm. Then I couldn't control my weight. Then that was, you know, my motivation, how I can be more in shape. Yes, I remember that too. That's the very first time. We already forgotten the beginning of my motivation, but that was, you know, just a small thing. But it's turned into the different because during our session, I experienced many life-changing events. So our contents of uh, coaching has been changed. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that. Like we, yeah. we were telling me that because of your weight, you really want to focus on losing weight and mm-hmm. you know diet and all that. But like over the time while we're doing the coaching, we, we kind of pivot into like more of your personal life challenges that I thought that is more important. I think what I'm trying to say is like the main issue wasn't really your weight, weight loss. I think it was affecting your weight loss because you're dealing with so many things behind it. So we were able to really analyze what really the cost was. When it comes to coaching, I don't think I'll be able to help you, Kaurisa. I always tell you this. I won't be able to help you if you're not going to be honest with me, if you're not going to be really vulnerable with me with all what's going on with your life. And that's what I really appreciated the most. I really appreciate the fact that you were very honest and you're always telling what's going on in your life that I think I was able to connect and help you provide those questions that helps you um, have mm-hmm. more awareness and realizations to your struggles. So I want to ask you, mm-hmm. I know that we have so many um, practices together and while we're doing the sessions and, and some tools that you probably learn. What do you think is the most important practice or tool that you have learned that you are still um, using until now? The one of the thing is meditation. So before I meet you, I was told many people that meditation is good for my life, but I couldn't practice. I couldn't concentrate, emptying my mind. Naturally, slowly, I come to understand how to do the meditation and then how the meditation can my feet down to the earth. I love it. And I, I remember also the very first time we talk about meditation, you were telling me that you're not going to probably be able to do it because you think a lot. You have a very creative mind that your mind goes out to so many things and you don't know how to quiet your mind. And I really appreciated the fact that you believe that this will help you. So you started to do the action and doing the small things. And I encourage you to like um, being accountable to each other while we're doing the weekly sessions. And then one day you just like told me that you applied it. You started applying meditation and how it improved daily. Of course, we didn't see it right away, the result. But over the time while you're doing it, there's always a realization that you always mention during the session. 
I'm always just amazed about the result that you're getting, even though you just started doing the meditation. And I encourage you to like keep doing it. And then over the time, up until now, like every weekly that we do our sessions, I always hear from you that meditation really helps you ground and put yourself back together. And that always helps you too. Um, the difficulties or um, challenges that you're currently facing in your life. I want to ask you this question too, Kaori-san. Over the time, um, what is it that you are seeing and also learning about yourself since we started coaching? I had a lot of realization about myself because you know, Tiffany, make me realize, you know, the things I haven't noticed in my lifetime, even though I'm almost 57 and then going to 60, I noticed that I didn't know how to treat well myself, how to look after, how to see my body or those kind of things. I thought I'm quite enough <laughs> supporting me, but I realized I didn't prioritize myself. I always a big sacrifice for the other people, including my family members. It's like a typical Japanese women tend to be, you know, once we become housewives. Mm. But in this society, sometimes, you know, the sacrificing is a good thing. But I think I come to realize in a, process, you know, I should value myself more. I see my value and then prioritize myself. And I can definitely see that in you, Kaori-san. That's what I really always appreciated with you, um, that you are now valuing yourself. And um, I just wanted to add to that. Every time we do our coaching session, I also share my own experiences in life that is always resonating with your experience. I don't tell you like you should do this you should do that but i always just share what i think can connect to what you are currently experiencing that you might be able to have something to learn from or have something to like maybe i should try that maybe you know it works for me too and i always appreciate the fact that you are always very open minded about doing things and that's how you started meditation you were open minded you accepted that maybe it will help me and Realizing now that you love doing meditation and comparing back then that you weren't e even able to think about like how really meditation will help you. So I think what important thing is also besides accountability um, is the importance of you doing the action. I always remind you that this will not be all possible if you're not doing the action. So your actions is mm -hmm. always the one that always helps you. I just give you the motivation and I just always give you the reminder. This has been very good conversation, Kawisang, but for the listeners who are listening right now, um, if there are bias about coaching or the life coaches, or even like they probably heard about it, but they didn't know if they really need it in their life. What message can you give them in terms of you having the experience to have life coaching applied in your life? Yeah, in the beginning, I didn't, you know, expect 
this much change of myself. And then I tell you, in fact, one month ago, I had another life-changing event. I got、uh, blood cancer and then stage four. All of the sudden, now I'm in the middle of the treatment and I just finished first chemotherapy. And I just get out from the hospital two days ago. But during that time, I was in a peace. Even though lots of shocking things happened, I was, you know, in a calm and a peace. That's the result of the life coaching. I know how to control myself. I realized I didn't have to be too much panicking. Suddenly, I was told that this kind of result of the medical examination, and I accepted calmly, and then I mean happy. Even I got cancer, I know how to treat myself, so I can stabilize myself. I think this is a big result. First of all. Again, like your vulnerability in saying, I didn't expect you to say this on the podcast, but I really appreciate your honesty. So, thank you for sharing what you've been going through, and I'm just happy to hear. And I'm always saying this while we're doing the session every time that、um, I always really appreciated how honest you are and how open you are about what's going on in your life because I personally know that too. Because it's not easy for us to share what's going on in our lives. I've learned the more we become vulnerable, the more we become authentic about ourselves, the more we, be, I think, we come to like acceptance. And I think that's what's going on with you. You become more accepting of what situation you are now, instead of like panicking, instead of like stressing yourself by having that acceptance that you are doing, and also through the co- the sessions that we're doing together. I think that really、um, provides you guidance in times of difficulties that you are facing, and I really love that you share that. So thank you so much for sharing that. I have the final question for you before we、um, end the show, and I really hope the listeners、um, will get something out of our, from from this meaningful conversations that I'm having with you. What are you looking forward in your life right now? You successfully overcome like、uh, the chemotherapy that you've done recently. What are you looking forward to in your life right now, while implementing the coaching that we're doing together? This is a challenge of how I can prioritize myself in my life, how I can treat nicely by myself. So I'm looking for to. My development and the change, and I'm enjoying this journey.、Mm, so beautiful! Thank you for sharing that. I also want to share, like every time we do some sessions, and then after a while, like the impact that the coaching sessions are giving you. Sometimes you share it in stories that I myself also like. I was just amazed, like how those stories, and you have so many stories that you shared me that. Impacted you, and I didn't even expect it. It was just beautiful to hear the amazing impact that that coaching gives you. I am grateful that 
you continue trusting me in this process of your journey. Any final words from you before we close the show? I think uh, Tiffany is amazing person and um, practical, good business-minded, and also quite good spiritual person and then high energy. I'm glad to <laughs> meet her. And then she's an amazing person, very amazing. Thank you so much, Karisang. I accept all that. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And thank you for being on the show and sharing your experiences with our listeners about your journey towards life coaching. To all our listeners, share if you think this will resonate to your, any of your friends, family, loved ones. Kindly share this episode. And we look forward to having you again on our next podcast episode of The Breakfast with Tiffany Show. Thank you so much. And thank you. Arigatou gozaimasu, Kaori-san. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you reach up until this last minute of the show, I am extremely grateful for you for tuning in the whole entire episode. If you enjoyed our episode today, please share it to your friends. You can copy and paste the link wherever you are listening to right now. Text your friend, share on your Instagram stories or your Facebook page. Tag me on your social media when you post it. I'd love to hear from you. Share your thoughts on the interview that I had today. And if it's your first time here once again, please do me a favor to subscribe on the podcast. Leave us a review. In every review, it makes me so happy. So I'm looking forward to your ratings and review on our podcast. You can impact someone's life right now by just sharing our episode today. I hope you enjoyed this episode today as much as I do. And I hope you know how much she matters. How much I appreciate your time for listening. How much I love you and appreciate you. I am truly grateful for your kindness and your support. And as I always say, sprinkle kindness wherever you go. I love you and stay safe and healthy. Join us again next Tuesday for the Breakfast with Tiffany show with Tiffany Rossdale.